Richie Callender joins us as always on a Sunday morning. Rich, good morning. Cracking days racing at Randwick yesterday, Rich. It was outstanding, wasn't it? Uh, it, was all, it was outstanding in that precinct it was, Ray. Mm, Randwick yeah. was outstanding. The Swans was incredible. And the Bunnies, well, mm. they live on another day. I don't, I don't agree with Bulldog. They're the pride of the league anymore. I think outside the uh, the fans of the Roosters in the South, uh, I think they sell below Melbourne in popularity now. I think the pride of the league tag, Rich, is more about the pride and the history and the yeah. 1908 and the Redfern working class. I think that's more the tag rather than sort of modern-day results. Yeah, I agree with that. You're probably mm. right, but I, I wouldn't say the working class. Have you seen the prices at Redfern nowadays? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> hey, um, hey, Rich, just talking about yesterday's racing, and we'll, we'll first we'll go to Animo. We'll hopefully get James Cummings on shortly and check on that report that was in the, the Stewards report last night. Animo's pulled up three out of five lames, so fingers crossed it's nothing serious, but he is an awesome sight in full flight, Animo. Yeah, look, and he, he, he's done it all the way through in his career, and uh, it's a credit to James Cummings and his team. Uh, he, he, he's got versatility, and that's his biggest asset. You know, we saw him when he won that size as a two-year-old, but then when he won the Rose Hill Guineas, he can settle on speed. He did it yesterday, uh, as, you, as you rightly said. He took the you know, bad luck out of the equation. He was dominant. Um, just fingers crossed, because uh, I don't. I think I think he ranks as. Uh, the middle distance, best horse in Australia, probably on Thunderstruck second and Zaki third. So they're the top mm. three guns, and it'd be a shame to lose one for the spring. So fingers crossed, James can come on and with you and Bulldog a bit shortly and tell us that a uh, little bit of a setback, but all's okay. Rich Animo thrilled that big crowd yesterday. It was almost like Nature Strip wasn't going to be upstaged uh, 40 minutes later. Yeah, look, um, I think everyone's... Uh, Got that little soft spot for Enemo, particularly in the Cox Plate last year. I'm probably in the minority. I thought the stewards, and I don't often wrap them, I thought they made the right decision. I, I would have left the, dismissed the protest, but it could have gone either way. And I think they got that little bit of uh, soft side for him, but he's a, he's like you, Bulldog. He's robust. He's, you know, he's tough, but he, he looks that little bit of that softness inside. <laughs> what are you saying, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Rich, Nature Strip is Nature Strip, but I think from an Everest point of view, he's obviously the horse to beat. He was awesome yesterday, but overpassed it enough, I'm sure, to get a slot probably as early as this week. Lost and running was tremendous first up. Um, Marzu, Eduardo, Mars Crusader, all past marks. Game on for the Everest. Yeah, I think you're right. If you take a few things out of it, I think Johnny O'Shea would have been absolutely chuffed with Lost and Running and the, and the tab with their, with their slot choice this year again. With Lost and Running, he went he went outstanding. And the drier the track, the better for him. Marzu, we know if we get that um, that Spanish uh, fella turned back up, El Nino, uh, <laughs> that he's going to be right in the ballpark. Mars Crusader was good. Overpass was incredible. Eduardo, you know, with the change of rider, but, you know, Joe Pride's always said he wanted to, you know, make it burn and tough. I think that might toughen Eduardo up. But I think um, Nature Strip it was is, is probably yesterday's win showcase the, the true qualities of Chris Waller as a trainer, you know, mm. how far he's come from a terrified horse that, you know, always had ability, always had speed, can now settle in behind, travel up, and then put them to bed. He was he was awesome, and I hate this. maybe he's come back a better horse since going to England for the King stand. Well, and I don't think that's that's incorrect what you're saying, Rich, because your point you made is valid. The nature strip, I said to Dino early on the show, a year or two years ago, when a horse crossed him like Eduardo did 
uh, yesterday, which was always on the cards, he'd often start to over-race and basically beat himself. Yesterday, he relaxed like an old stayer in third defence. Yeah, incredible, isn't it? Yeah, I still remember that day. Was it Remy Warrior? I think, you know, and he got his head up and yeah. charge and run off the track, and he just looked like he was a little terrified kid in the headlights. But yesterday, you know, and, and James McDonald's a, a big part of that too, and so is the team. Uh, back home for Chris, you know, that have, you know, ride him every morning and the handlers. He, he's just a calm dude now. And when he walked around the pre parade ring there at Royal Ascot, you know, the old relationship would have got fired up. He was just relaxed. He walked around. He looked like, and it, like good footballers, mm. dog, right? I'll tell you, when he walks around the yard, you look at him and you, and you know he's king. Mm. Rich, a text has just come through, no name on it. Uh, please ask Richard what he thought of top ranked. Outstanding. Look, we know the speed was on. Um, there was a couple of critics uh, I, I saw. We we are we are the armchair critics people of the world, and I suppose social media has made that with O President and Crosstalk going hard. Well, if you didn't think O President was going to go run along quick, you probably didn't watch the trial when it led by 730 yards in an 800-metre <laughs> yeah. trial. It was always going to go along quick. I thought Crosstalk was brave to the last little bit. Oh, President, back to the drawing boards there. But top rank, it was just a Hugh Bowman special. He just sat back. Uh, Hughie, the dude that he is, he just said, you know what, no use to worry about it. Yeah, Bulldog, we'll worry about it shortly. And then he just... And look, top rank is quality animal. There's no doubt about that. And Annabelle Nisham, who's... I think away for her brother's wedding, yep. I think they would have enjoyed the uh, the win. Mm-hmm. In the T-Rose, Rich, uh, Chris Waller uh, made no secret of the fact that he missed the furious part of a deliberate plan with Zoo Gotcha to go second up into the into the T-Rose yesterday and then third up into the flight stakes. And she was under siege when Madame Pomery probably got her head in front, but she fought back and was drawing away on the line. The flight stakes, now in secret is for the Golden Rose, but the latest flight stakes betting has Zoo got you at $3 outright favourite, in secret at $6. Have the bookies got it right? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, look, I I thought she was an outstanding win yesterday. Mm. She 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 stepped a half stride slow and, you know, without being critical of, of, the, of the man who wrote five winners, <laughs> it's hard to be critical of James McDonald. But he, he just, he wanted to hold a spot on Zoo got you and she just got really charging and over-racing, I thought, for the first 800. Um, it may be a half-length further back. She might have relaxed a bit more. And then she had the audacity to find when Madame Pomeroy come to her. Mm. Uh, she's she's top draw. I don't think she'll have any dramas with, a, with the mile of the flight, and I wouldn't even be surprised if she made her way into a... 2,000-metre race later in the spring. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Rich, did I see a social media post from your good self at the Swans? I was at Ramming for a first for the few races, Bulldog. I, I, I go to I go to every Swans game. Uh, I wasn't going to miss yesterday, and uh, it was absolutely um, just incredible. It was in, incredible to be there. And twenty six nil, we were comfortable. They and then they got down to eleven in front. They got back to thirty at half time. Still twenty three with a quarter to go. Just under four goals. We were cruising, and everything was cruising. But you see it in all sports, Bulldog. When you start to play defensive and there's only one one side that's trying to score, it it, it becomes trouble. And that's what happened. We've got to get out of the mentality of going back to defensive. You built the lead, built the game on scoring points, keeps going because if you only score a few more, they've got to score more than that. But they were great. And it'll be uh, incredible to be at the, uh, if if we uh, get to the G next Saturday, MCG. Are you trying, Rich, to get the GF? 
I'll be there, Ray. There you I'll go. There. Well done. I'll mate. be there. Mate, he's I'll got contacts there. everywhere, the big fella. <laughs> I just I just politely uh, wrote an email to the ATC and sent me an invitation for the uh, to enjoy the hospitality next that day at Rose Hill. And uh, that I shan't uh, I will be enjoying it, but I'll enjoy it from afar. <laughs> there you go. Rich, before we let you go, our talk topic today brush with fame. Sporting fame. Sporting yeah. fame. Well it could be any fame, but preferably sporting yeah. fame. So well, our calendar. Who have you met that you thought, wow? I'm meeting this one. Keeping it in Australia as meeting, uh, I've met Kieran Perkins, which I was thrilled about being a a, a Mm. swimming uh, fan. I've met the legend Ray Warren uh, on the odd occasion. Uh, Johnny Lewis, who I think is one of the great legends and Hall of Fame superstars. I've met that Chris Wallen on the odd occasion. (laughs) Uh, I've even met that Ken Callender. But... um, Worldwide Bulldog, I'm in your ballpark. And a great man, Lindsay Murphy, was that, was got me through to meet a bloke at Roseville one day called Muhammad Ali. Wow. Yeah. 2000 Olympics. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Muhammad Ali walked away and said, wow, I've just met Richie Calendar? Probably. Well, I, I don't know about that, but he did. As he got in the car, he out, see you, bro. See you, Rich. I said, see you. <laughs> Hey, good on you, Rich. Enjoy that um, grand final next weekend. Go the Swannies, and we'll talk next Sunday, mate. Same, boys. Have a great weekend. Go the Swannies. And Ray, back in the early 90s, when I left, when I was did my golf apprenticeship, and I, I, I met a couple of great, Billy McWilliam, people don't remember him, but he coached uh, Bruce Devlin, uh, a little bit of Greg Norman, and Bruce Crampton. Um, I worked at 2KY, and I met, a, I met a young lady there called Kenya Bracey, who was a star oh, back then. yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Superstar. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Her life's just gone down a little bit since, hasn't it? <laughs> Have a great Sunday.